one. And happy Star Wars Eve. Uh, welcome to 30 Minute Reviews. I'm Adam. And I'm Josie. And we have Peter with us today. Hello. There, okay. So were you, were you doing your thing and were you wait for us to talk so that way you can cut us off? No, I was pausing for a dramatic effect. Ah, well it worked. Uh, so we're trying light to this show. So, uh, so let's uh, let's get right into it. We have a lot to cover today in terms of headlines. Cause I actually took notes the entire week instead of just going the day of onto Heroic Hollywood and going what happened you took that notes day. For the news. Okay. Uh, so let's start out with uh, Star Wars news. Because it is the day before Star Wars comes out. Um, so, uh, number one. We have a list of trailers that will be airing. If you're going tonight in a few hours to see it, uh, these are the trailers you will see before uh, seeing your showing of The Force Awakens. Uh, number one, you will see the third trailer for Batman vs. Superman, the one with Doomsday. Uh, you will see the Captain America Civil War trailer, the first one. Uh, that won't be the only one. Then you will see the, da- the, the Deadpool trailer. Uh, and it's not the Red Band trailer, so it's going to suck. Then you're going to see the trailer for Independence Day Resurgence. Then you're going to see the trailer for The Jungle Book. And you're going to see the trailer for Warcraft. So it's a pretty packed slate that seems to get worse as it goes on. <laughs> um, we have we get to start high and then go go lower as you go. Uh, then what's next is we have uh, news about a, perspe- uh, a possible Star Wars TV show. Uh, George Lucas, way back in the day, wanted to do a TV show called Star Wars Underworld that took place on Coruscant and told the story of the low lives and the organized crime that lived uh, in the lower levels, closest to the surface of the planet. Then um, he realized his genius couldn't be realized on TV in that level because he said it would cost around $20 million per episode. So he decided <laughs> that's, that's what he said. It would be about $20 million per episode to fully realize it the way it should be. Uh, now near 2015... Visual effects are a lot cheaper, as you can see with Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. and The Flash being what they are. Um, so they're uh, bringing it, so they might bring it back. Also said was the video game Star Wars 1313, which has to take on the role of Bounty Hunter in a similar capacity in the Coruscant Underworld, is also back on the table as a possible option. I'm against the TV show. Why? I just don't think we need... I'm tired of movies and TV shows coming together. It's I, happened once. I've had enough. It's happened once, and you don't even watch a TV show affiliated with it. Well, I think that's too many times. Okay. They're trying to make me it's watch a TV twice. show. They no, what's... Two seasons. Agent Carter counts. Okay, so there are two TV shows that are tied into a movie. I've had enough. Disney needs to stop. And there are Disney properties. No, no, four. Because they also have Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Yeah, this, Disney needs to calm the fuck down. Well, I think with Star Wars, it fits a little bit better than with Marvel. Because, like, with Star Wars... I think with Star Wars, it wouldn't I even be a Star Wars really show. I think it's really exciting that they're not throwing out everything that has to do with Star Wars and, like, the original universe, and that they might actually bring it back. They're not. You know? No? I think That's you're too... That's what you're just wait. saying, that they were going to come up with another TV show doing what? No, 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 they are, but they, but it wouldn't be a, a rehash of what, they're do, what they've done already in the, in the expanded universe. What they're doing is an entirely new thing. Everything in the extended universe has already been thrown out. I don't even... Th- it wouldn't... It- I don't even think it would be like a Star Wars show. It would just be like a group of people that have to take place in the same universe that Star Wars also happens to well, take Well, yeah, place. obviously. It couldn't be an actual Star Wars show. I feel like Mark Hamill would But do that's it. what happens in no, a yeah, lot of Star Wars books, is that they're just placed in the universe. They aren't these characters over and over and over again. 
you know, there's hints at them and stuff. Well, the main but, series, no. it, I mean, from what I remember from the extended universe, is it st- a lot of it started out with people who were related to Luke and Leia and all them, and then as it went to, as it branched out, they took characters and they, you know, and then, like, they got their own stories, and it kind of expanded out that way. This seems like they're jumping right into, here's other things happening. Yeah. We should do a session on the podcast where I read Star Wars fan fiction. Like okay. One, no. No. Nope. Nope. Actually, maybe we'll do that in the new year. Maybe, but we do need more segments. Um. All right. So on to trailers from this week. This was it was a very big week for trailers. Uh, we had four major trailers come out. First of which, I don't know if it was in chronological order, but just the first I have written down: X Men Apocalypse. I liked it. Um. So let's see. The trailer looked like it was to be a lot of disaster porn. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how the world... Like, here's my problem. At the end of Days of Future Past, we see the timeline fixed in the new... In the new way. Um, and, uh, what's it called? So, that's gonna be, like, the, uh... The, the big thing. Uh, can you say something so we can see if it's working again? Can you hear me? How can you not hear me? Showing up on the... Level? Okay. Well, we'll... Turn it this way. There, now try. Hello. That can you hear him? Hmm? Okay, you know what? Okay, so, uh, X-Men Apocalypse, um, do you have any thoughts on what you liked and disliked about the trailer? Hmm. I like that we get to see, I like the idea of seeing the characters in different, as different actors. Mm-hmm. Like, I have nothing against the actors, but it's just refreshing, I guess, to see them in completely different settings. I like that we're going through the decades. Yeah. What I like about the new one... Um, uh, I'm sure Oscar Isaac will be good. Yeah. I, I like that, first of all, we're getting a very good adaptation of Lex Luthor. Okay, that joke was that joke didn't land, I guess. What? Uh, what, the bald, uh, oh. bald fresher after the end? Sorry. Um, okay, uh, anyway, the... Um, <laughs> thanks. Um, so let's see, so what we got? We got... Uh, I think that they did a good job going with no-name actors on this. Like, the actress who plays Jubilee has literally no screen credits to her name. Like, this is good because it, um, what's it called? They don't have to pay him as much. Well, no, that too. But, um, like, you don't end up with, like, Jennifer Lawrence, who won't stay in the Mystique makeup the entire movie because then she won't show her face. Mm -hmm. Or Nicholas Holt won't stay in the Beast makeup because he won't show his face. Like, what you need, like, these young people... Like, the guy playing, uh, Nightcrawler isn't going like, well, I don't want to be Nightcrawler the whole time, so try and come up with some way to make me not blue the whole movie. Yeah. Like, he understands this is what goes into playing the character. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter what you want, this is how it has to go. Um, so that's one thing that's good about having the younger cast. The other thing is, um, I don't 100% dislike the casting of Sophie Turner. Is that who's playing Jean Grey? Jean Grey, yeah. But uh, they they probably could have gotten someone better. Eh, she's popular. Or at least got a better uh, American act- accent acting coach for her. We only saw one scene. Because she seems to do that. Like, I don't know what it is about uh, British actresses doing American accents, but they always drop their voice like two octaves when they do it. Like Karen Gillan in um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Her voice is a lot deeper there than it is in Doctor Who. Who's um, playing Jean Grey? Uh, Sandra Stark. Sandra Stark? And, uh, the person who plays Sandra Stark on uh, Game of Thrones. 
Sophie Turner. Oh. The ginger. Yeah. It's her, uh, a no-name. Oh. I mean, he, they have some screen credits. I don't know what they are. They weren't any, they weren't any major releases uh, for Cyclops and Storm. Olivia Munn is playing Psylocke, which I think is a very good choice. Um, I like Olivia Munn. Yes. And um, who else was there? Um, Wolverine is not in the movie yet, but he apparently he was on set for reshoots. Um, again, Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy reprising their roles. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Nicholas Holt repro- reprising their roles. Uh, the kid who played Havoc is back as Havoc. Um, I think that's just about it. Oh, and Nightcrawler's there. Um, and Angel is there, too. Um, who's the other... The, it's, uh, yeah, it's gonna, it, I think it's, it, it, it's gonna make a lot of money. I don't know if it's gonna be as good as, like, Days of Future Past or First Class was. But uh, it's not gonna hit as bad as, uh, First Class. Yeah. Uh, not first last, the last stand. Uh, so now on to Fantastic Beasts. The trailer for Fantastic Beasts. I felt very meh about yeah. watching this trailer. I was like, I they didn't really. I'm not gonna try to judge it too much because it was the very first trailer they're showing. But people got way too excited <laughs> about it. I think. My other thing with this trailer is, it came out way too early. Like why? Anyone who cares about this movie knows it's coming out already. Filming shot, uh, uh, shooting started like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that. So you have like not that much footage to go on. The special effects aren't anywhere near done. Why even bother at this point? Like, you're trying to buy into the Star Wars hype. And the other thing is, this movie is basically marketing. We're making another Harry Potter movie, which makes me think we're gonna do something as a Hobbit and not have it be any any substance to the movie. Not that the Hobbit was bad, but it was just basically it was marketed as this is more Lord of the Rings. Then the movie was half-assed, just to, you know, make more money, and then it would turn into a trilogy. Same thing with this. They're going to half-ass it, turn it into a trilogy, and it's going to turn out not as good as Harry Potter, who will get pissed. Did you see the trailer for it, Josie? For what? Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts? Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, the new uh, Harry Potter movie. Well, oh, no, I haven't. Movie. Yeah, it's basically... It's basically a sizzle reel of, like, what they've shown in Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's just, like, with J.K. Rowling writing, and, like... She's not a good writer. She's mm. not that good of a writer. I, 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 I see it. She's good at storytelling. Yeah. Like, she has, she ends up doing good plots, mm-hmm. but that's, like, how you were saying that guy that counted how many times... Yeah. She says to stretch their legs yeah. in the books and stuff like well, that. Well, that's the thing. You can't really... I don't go with... I don't count the language used in the books against her. Because it's a book marketed toward children. So you can't use too harsh language. That's true. Or, like, you can't use... Like, it's, it's easier for kids to read when you do that. And I, I go back I and forth on Harry Potter really, really upset at what Peter said. And then he elaborated. So I feel better about it now. Okay. <laughs> I'm happy I explained Oh, cool. Thank you. Uh, Fandango sent me a reminder about the, uh, the Star Devil's Wars lost. Fandango sent me a reminder about the Star Wars movie um, that we have to get to for tomorrow. Um, then, uh, next trailer, Independence Day Resurgence. I'm pumped. Yeah, best <laughs> fucking trailer I've ever seen. I got chills down my spine yes. <laughs> from hearing President Pullman talk again. Yes. Oh, my God. That was, that was glorious, that trailer. Um... 
And then other things happen too, not just the speech from the first Independence Day movie. Yes, there's a lot of other cool shit. Yeah, like the aliens attacking. You see uh, Liam Hemsworth working with um, Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum. Saying, dear God. Yeah, it's going to be, this is going to be the greatest movie of 2016. I, I recommend going to war1996.com because they set up this whole, web, it's like set up a website as a tribute to the victims of the war of 1996, which is the first war against the aliens. Mm-hmm. And it goes through the entire timeline of what's happened since then uh, until present day with the new movie coming out. And you get a lot of little, like, hints to, to the movie. And we what happened s- to Will Smith's character? Yes, Will, Will, Will Smith gets killed off in a... Spoilers, on a, on if anyone hasn't looked the website yet. Yeah, Will Smith gets killed off on a website, basically. Yeah. <laughs> he gets killed off in a training mission. Tra- testing a new uh, plane. That's, that is a giant <laughs> fuck you to Will Smith. Like, he, he you wouldn't why come, he wouldn't do it? He didn't want to become a franchise actor as he played Deadshot. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I think Independence Day Resurgent was the best show that came out. On the complete flip side, Star Trek Beyond. I don't think it was that bad. Uh, Simon Pegg came out and said he didn't like how the trailer was cut. Because uh, it made it look like, look, Star Wars is coming out. That's no secret. We gotta make it look. We gotta make it look like to a Star Wars audi- audience look good. Uh, Star Trek has always been less about uh, big flashy battles and more about uh, people lazily cruising through space. Yes. Like it, it's two entirely different audiences. But the trailer was made to be attached to Star Wars, so they had to make it look like an action movie, which that's not what Star Trek is. That's why I. I still think the movie's gonna be good. I have problems with the trailer. The trailer was very poorly edited, like the Batman vs Superman trailer. Um, do you have any thoughts on the Star Trek Beyond trailer? Not really. Did you ever like Star Trek? Sort of. Eh. Um, That's so my favorite. I I've always wanted to watch it, like go through all the series, but I just don't have the time. Yeah, it's nice I started the time. watching that... it on Netflix and then I got through like the first couple of episodes of season one and I was just laughing the whole time. So I couldn't I just couldn't kind of I couldn't like a absurdity. So I was I had I couldn't watch it. But I, I would I like don't... to start later on in the seasons and see if I could watch it then. I wasn't even like going with like the, the time thing going into it. It's I don't want to watch it and then, like... Because I know... I've seen a lot of the movie, and many of them... I don't even know which ones I haven't seen. But if I read the uh, the description of all the movies, I could tell you which ones I've seen which ones I haven't. But, like, I... Like, so many of them, even the good ones, are just like, okay, we're going to move this way. We're moving this way now. Okay, we're going to go hide here. We're going to go run here. We're going to go do this now. But none of it's really, like, an action scene. Partly because William Shatner is not a good action actor. Mm -hmm. So he has to carry the movie. I, uh... Uh, I used I've seen a lot of the original series because I used to watch it before I yeah. went to school, but I, I want to rewatch it in order and watch the other ones because I know it's like the next generation supposed to be really good. That's one with Patrick Stewart, right? Yeah, yeah. I know they're all supposed to be pretty good, so that's why I'm re- I want to. Not watch Enterpri- them. I don't think Enterprise is supposed to be pretty good. It's supposed to be good. Well, they all last for at least one season, so they can't all be that True, bad. Yeah. But the greatest sci-fi show is definitely Battlestar Galactica. I will say that hands down forever. I fucking love Battlestar. Galactica. The new Battlestar Galactica. The original Battlestar Galactica series is not that great. I've, I'm a fan of Doctor Who. Not quite a fan of Stephen Moffat, but I'm a fan of Doctor Who. Um, we'll move on to Marvel now. Oh, wait, I found a joke about Will Smith dying. Go ahead. Because uh, they killed the black character off so for, like so far first, is even before the movie started. Yeah. Yeah, that's... 
Alright, so Marvel news. Not much, because they're between movies and it's filming. But, Kurt Russell is up for the role of Star-Lord's father in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Uh, Kurt Russell, who you know from such movies as Miracle, which we did on the show. He's also in Hateful Eight, coming out this Christmas. Uh, he has, he's, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna, if he takes the role, or if he gets it, it'll be a good choice. Uh, no matter what capacity I have him in. Um, so, let's see, so we have that, and we have Tom Holland was spotted on set of Doctor Strange. Um, again, another cool thing. Um, we don't know what that means, we don't, like, there's no evidence or any reason for Spider-Man to show up in Tibet. Oh, well, he might. <laughs> yeah, it, it'd just be awkward, I think. Uh, someone has just gotten up to go uh, use the facilities. Oh. Yeah, so um, we'll continue on. Like, nothing's wrong, like we usually do when she doesn't show up. Uh, <laughs> and she's not going to go back and listen to this, so we can say whatever the fuck we want. Um, on to DC News. Uh, a, a, what's it called? Um, not spoiler. It was a interview with one of the um, producers of um, Batman vs. Superman said Doomsday is not the Act 3 villain. I'm excited. Which means there's a fight between Batman and Superman, there's a fight between Batman and, and Superman and Wonder Woman and Doomsday, and then there's another Act 3 villain. I'm fine with this. I'm yeah, me too. I am pumped. Bring it the fuck on. Like, if they, they're like, there will be no uh, farmhouse scene in this movie. Absolutely. It was just going to be fucking people up the entire yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to move on, and then... Uh, I put DC after Marvel because the next segment after is TV, and we're going to mesh it together because next we have The Flash. Uh, season 2, Part 2 has added on the uh, DC characters Trajectory and Geomancer uh, to be villains. I think episode 14 has Geomancer, I don't know which one has Trajectory, and uh, the TV show Supergirl has added Martian Manhunter as a character who is a member of the Justice League. Uh, so we have a lot of Justice League characters on uh, DC television shows and five in the movies. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, they're they're not pulling out any stops. Yeah, the DC TV show. Uh, they, I've been watching Arrow. I, I didn't watch it in its first run. I'm watching. I'm catching up on Netflix. Arrow is getting really good, and they they really do go deep with the characters. Like, it, I mean, I would. I want to watch them. I keep not being able. Like, just there's so many shows I want to watch. Yeah, but I don't have the time. The time yet. commitment that goes it's into so it. It's so hard. Like that's why like today I was playing Minecraft on the on uh, PlayStation and on which is gonna make me sound like a massive casual by the way but uh, <laughs> playing Minecraft on the PlayStation and I was watching um, Arrow on my uh, on my computer at the same time most people would have switched that but I don't have a computer to handle Minecraft in a good form um, it's okay yeah um, I forgive you so and we're gonna move on to actual TV news uh, number one Mike and Molly was abruptly canceled that's weird. I think it's because ratings must have been low, because it's one of those shows that's been on the air for six years, but you just forget it's on. That's what I feel about almost all the CBS shows. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's still on. Okay. Like, Two Broke Girls. Like, oh, okay, that's still going on. It's on, like, year four now, but, Maybe like, I bet it's because they both lost too much weight. Yeah, and that was the appeal of the show, uh, Two Fat People. And then what happened was, she quit being a teacher. Like, the show deviated too far from what it was originally. Like, no other Chuck Lorre show ever deviated that much and lasted. Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. How I Met Your Mother deviated from its deviation point lasted two seasons after. Um, three seasons on Two and a Half Men. Um, and um, what's the other one? This one was two seasons from when they deviated. Oh, uh, wait. I just found out why. I looked up why it actually ended. Why? It's because um, all the contracts for everyone on the show, they run out on February 1st. 
and then the show was pushed to mid-season, and it won't premiere until January. Uh-huh. So, uh, they had, so they had to decide whether or not to renew everyone's contracts, or else the show would not take place after that date. Right. And then, so if they don't, re- so that's why they told the cast members they can start doing whatever they want and to start signing contracts with other things. Ah, uh, okay. So they're like, so they can now, they, they know, they've decided that this is the last season, mm-hmm. so they're ending the show on their own terms, so they're not to, so CBS didn't cancel them. Uh, Chuck Lorre and the production, his production company. I hate Chuck Lorre. The uh, canceled it. I hate Chuck Lorre. Have we addressed that on? I don't think we have addressed that on the show. We haven't done an excuse to talk about the finale of Two and a Half Men yet. With him saying winning. Yeah, like, like fuck you. Like you went on and you out of spite carried the show on for the, for yeah, three for years right. after the main cast member called you. I think it was like a Jew dirtbag or something like that in one of his interviews. So out of spite, you carried the show on in a zombie form for three or four years. Then you make the entire finale about him, kill him off in the finale, after killing him off four seasons earlier, then make the final shot of the TV show, um, you saying winning, you as the executive producer and showrunner. <laughs> How small is your dick, sir? And he always puts those asshole paragraphs at the end of all his episodes. Yeah. Like, does anyone actually pause to read those? My dad used to. Oh, I never have. Like, <laughs> like some people do. It just, it, like, and then he did the whole, like, at the end of that one, it was like, he made, like, oh, Charlie Sheen's such an asshole, ha, ha, ha. No. Charlie Sheen called you a name, you got little dicked about it, and now you did this. Little dicked. Yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, I, I don't think, I, like, anyone with a average or a large penis wouldn't do this. Like, he, he obviously has a micro-penis. And that's, what I, that's what I'm getting at here. Um, and you know what? He has never had a TV show with a good finale. Like, Two and a Half Men, finale sucked. How I Met Your Mother, finale sucked. Uh, what's the other one he did that ended? I don't know. Um, I'll look it up. New Adventures of Old Christine ever ended abruptly. I yeah, think I he just did that canceled, one. I think. Um, no, there was one more show with a shitty finale that he did. Uh, I forgot what it is, though. Um, but he also does Big Bang Theory, which has had a major deviation from the formula. And that's the next story. Sheldon and Amy have had sex on uh, Big Bang Theory. Spoiler, by the way. And if you need a spoiler alert for Big Bang Theory, go fucking kill yourself. <laughs> okay. I didn't know. Big... What? I didn't know. No, I'm saying if you need us, I'm not saying like go kill if you don't watch the show really. He wrote Dar- He did Dharma and Greg and Roseanne. But he he was a staff writer on Roseanne. Yeah, he was, he was, there's no way he was an executive producer for that long. And no, I'm not saying uh, if you watch uh, if you don't watch um, Big Bang Theory religiously enough to do that. I'm saying if you are so concerned with spoilers about the Big Bang Theory, you should kill yourself. Like that. That's the point I'm getting across here. Big that's Bang an Theory. Thing to say. Big Bang Theory is an awful fucking show. It's not that bad. It is. It's not, not that bad. bad. Like, it is. I hate Big Bang Theory. There's worse things that you could put on. Yeah, I don't care. Like, like he, um, does you he could be watching Jersey Shore. I think so. Because he does. He's the executive producer on The Big Bang Theory. Uh-huh. Mom, uh-huh. Mike and Molly, and he was Two and a Half Men. Hmm. What was his other show? Armand and Greg. Okay. That he was executive producer of. Yes. Sybil. No, I don't care. Grace Under Fire. Don't remember that one at all. At the end, he was executive <laughs> producer of Roseanne. 
Okay. And same with well, my, my two what happened? What happened to the end of Roseanne? Do you remember what happened there? No, I didn't really watch Roseanne. Okay. I didn't either because we were too young when Roseanne yeah. came out. I've but seen Roseanne, but I, haven't, I don't know what happened. Roseanne to was a great show because it was like it was like middle America version of like the modern sitcom. I, didn't she like win the lottery and isn't that when the show plummeted? The show plummeted or when... Or jumped the shark? Jumped the shark. Uh, yeah, jumped the shark. Um, in one episode, um, John Goodman has a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, the show gets really weird. And it's like they go to Disney, and she wins the lottery, and she yeah. becomes a writer, and all that shit happens. It turns out that in the finale, none of that happened. It was like a dream? She didn't take the death the death of her, uh, her husband well. He actually died in that uh, heart attack. She took it very poorly and, like, went crazy. I kind of like that. But Roseanne also is crazy in real life. She had... Yeah. Like during the show, she had uh, she has multiple personality disorder, so that that's probably what also contributed to it. Well, no, the show was still pretty good. Like, but I just how weird it got. Yeah, it was just like I won't blame him for that because because Roseanne completely ran that show. I'll completely blame him. I'll completely blame him for that. <laughs> and, and I I did blame her until I knew he was on the show. Now I can give him 100 percent of the blame. Isn't the Big Bang Theory like signed on for like another eight years or some shit like it's that? It's three more years. I think it's ending with season ten. I feel, I feel like it will keep going. Oh, as, as long as they can keep the actors signed on, it will keep going. Because it makes so, it's so a lot cheap of the actors to make. Were from the big uh, for, from Roseanne. Okay, yes. Sh- uh, not Sheldon. Two. No. And one of them isn't recurring anymore. The main guy. Yeah, Fair Leonard. Leonard. The Sheldon's mom. Okay. Uh, there's that other girl that's a lesbian. Okay, the other two aren't main cast members. They're guest stars, and the Roseanne the one who's a lesbian in real life hasn't been on the show since like season two. I don't. I guess you're more of a you're you know more about the show than I do. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> okay, but no, but still, like this is this is the big turning point where anytime there's a big status quo change on any of his shows, the show goes immensely downhill, and this is a massive status quo change. For a Big Bang Theory, like do, do, that's not even debatable. For me, the most annoying part about the Big Bang Theory is that all anyone that likes the show talks about is how they're like they Quirky. have real scientists on the set to check all the equations in the background. I'm like, I don't care. Like yeah. they're not talking about. Like they never talk about it, so it doesn't matter. And the um, the one that plays Amy that has her doctorate in neuroscience is actually a fucking crazy person. Yeah. She wrote... She uh, believes that you should breastfeed your children until they're, like, eight years old. Uh, her and her children all sleep in the same bed, even though they're, like, ten years old, because she thinks that normal that's a normal thing for parents to do. Isn't like, she a neuropsychologist? Yes. Or she pretends to be, at least. she has. I think she has a doctorate in that, but she kind of gives a bad name to the rest of the neuropsychology. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't believe in vaccinations, so... That, that can give you the type of doctor she is. And she's very adamantly against the sovereign state of Palestine. Ah, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, what else was... And my, my biggest problem with the show is, number one, the point of the show seems to be, um, number one, let's show that um, nerds be just as sexist as, the, uh, <laughs> as uh, any other character can. Because they do that to, like, a fucking T, and they do a great job with that. And the other thing is, um, every joke on the show is uh, basically something science and that, or something nerd reference. And a lot of the times, they fuck that up. Like, what was it? Like, one from, like, way the fuck back that I remember was um, Sheldon goes, like, you will, um, 
Like, like Professor X has his X-Men, you will be my C-Men. Haha. <laughs> That's not why they're called <laughs> the X-Men. Haha. <laughs> but, okay. Like, that, that joke works, because no one under- knows what the X-Men get their know. name from. I think the show's pretty funny. It can be. It, like any show, it has its moment. I don't write any show off as being outright not funny ever. Mm-hmm. I think this show can have its moments, like any show can. I don't get why it's like... It was, like, in syndication after, like, season one, and, like, yeah. I can watch it. Like, TBS's highest-rated show, I think, is reruns of The Big Bang Theory. And, like, Fox has reruns of and The Big Bang Fox Theory. And, Fox has big like, reruns of it. They didn't like, start rerunning The Office until, like, the year it was going to end. Yeah. Like, that was when they first got syndication rights. This show is has no business being as big as it yeah. is. Like, I can watch the episodes and, like, laugh and, like probably in like in every episode find something in it that i find funny and not hate it so i could definitely watch every episode and be like okay but i don't get watch it keep watching the same episodes over and over again or like the, the it's not it, like, like seinfeld that surrounds it. like seinfeld is actual replay value yeah like, i could watch episodes of seinfeld and if i've like even if i've seen it last week or i'm seeing it like every year i watch the festivus episode and every year it's funny yes i've never heard someone say um, talk about a very a specific episode of the Big Bang Theory, right? Like people talk about specific episodes of Seinfeld or, or Friends, yeah, or thing like Cheers. other great, yeah, Cheers, Frasier, other great TV shows like that. Actually, or and, even other great Chuck Lorre shows like How I Met Your Mother. People remember vividly yes, episodes of that and of Roseanne and of um, what's the Two and a Half Men? Yes, even not, not really Two and a Half Men. It's the big ones that people remember after Ashley Kutcher took over, mm-hmm. which is weird. I never watched it. I saw the first episode of Ashton Kutcher, and then I watched the finale. Which, even the finale had some funny moments. Where it was basically just them making fun of themselves. Which is where the show did its best in the finale for Two and a Half Men. Um, My aunt's town has a Festivus pole in Windexter Christmas tree in their menorah. Because a guy wrote a petition that he deserves a Festivus (laughs) pole. And then for years he was trying to do it, and they finally were like, go ahead, do it. Make my fucking day. Which is literally just a giant metal pole in the middle of it. Alright, so on to other TV news. House of Cards revealed the release date of season four. I'm pumped. Uh, how they did it was probably the greatest thing ever. During a Republican national debate, they aired a uh, campaign ad for Frank Underwood 2016. That's um, perfect. Yeah. And I'm sure any Republican watching that's like, hmm, you know, this is a valid candidate. Um... And it comes out March 4th, I believe, was the date they gave. Or one week after the next one they revealed. Uh, Fuller House, the sequel series to the TV show Full House that ran in the 90s, <laughs> 80s and 90s, uh, is coming out on February 26th. Um, yeah. If you have any interest in Full House, you'll watch that. I might watch the first episode just to see how, like, what it is and how they handle it. But I don't think it's going to be that good. No. Just like Girl Meets World. Well, Girl Meets World actually has a substantial following of uh, original Boy Meets World fans. I think it's... I think Fuller House, because it's an event series, is going to have that, too. Because it's not like a full series that's going on every year. It's just an event 13-episode se- uh, series that may get season two. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's it for TV news. Video game news. Uh, let's start with Smash. Uh, character from Fire Emblem, Corrin, Bayonetta from Bayonetta, and Cloud from Final Fantasy VII have all... Entered Smash's DLC characters. Uh, and that's for Smash on the Wii U and Smash for the 3DS. Uh, anyone have any thoughts on the character selection? Who did they, I don't care the, about any the of characters these characters. Again? I don't know the games. What? Characters again? Orin from Fire Emblem. Bayonetta from the Bayonetta series. 
and Cloud from Final Fantasy VII, and some people know him just from Kingdom Hearts. No. My question is, why is a Sony character in Smash? The only character... Like, here's my question. How did Cloud get in, but Sora not? Because the only game that Cloud appears in is Kingdom Hearts uh, Chain of Memories that was on Nintendo console. That's the only game that he appears in. How did he get in? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're gonna do a character, like, if you're gonna do a character, and like, don't say only Nintendo characters, and then put him in, or at least say, like, oh, okay, he's in, he's a rep- don't say he's a representative from Final Fantasy VII. Say he's a representative from Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memories, because that's a Nintendo game. Uh, then from there, uh, other Wii U news: Super Mario Galaxy will be joining the Wii Virtual Console on the Wii U, uh, and that's coming out. No release date was given. Uh, Minecraft also is now out for the Wii U. It does not use the gamepad as a crafting interface, which means they colossally fucked that up. Uh, then, uh, two things in Pokemon news. Uh, if you follow the game Pokemon Tournament, which is the Bandai Namco Tekken Pokemon fighting game, uh, that comes out March 18th in Japan, and, uh, the legendary Pokemon Volcanion, if I pronounce that right, uh, it has been revealed to be in the next movie. And it makes it the 721st Pokemon. That means there are 721 total Pokemon to date. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's a little bit too much. That's excessive. Um, still no word on what the next Pokemon game will be. Um, they have started in the anime X, Y, and Z as the name of the new show. Um, so yeah, anyone have any thoughts? Or what? Any other video game news? No, I don't really care about any of the new Smash characters. Yeah, I, I don't mean, play any of those games. I might just say Cloud, because he's the only one like, okay, I want to see how he plays kind of thing. But I got Ryu when he came out. I got Mewtwo for free, like, on both games. And I got I got Lucas, too, for what reason I don't remember. I, it came in a bundle with Ryu. Um, so I got that. But, like, I don't play Bayonetta. It doesn't matter. And why do we need another representative from Fire Emblem? I don't know. Isn't there this like the fourth or fifth person from Fire Emblem? There are a fuck ton of Fire Emblem characters for absolutely no reason. Like, I think it's Mario has the, the Mario series has the most representative. It's got Mario, Peach, Luigi, Yoshi, uh, Bowser, and Donkey Kong. Even though Donkey Kong, no, Don, Donkey Kong counts for Donkey Kong representatives. So there's five from that. <coughs> there's uh, Marth, Roy, um. The one from Awakening, and now this one says four. I think Pokemon might have the most. Is that Pikachu, Jigglypuff, Charizard, Mewtwo? Oh, that's it. Yeah, it's, it's fucking weird. Why are there so many? Like, I understand you're trying to appeal to... Like, I, the whole thing was to t- tie in promotion for the new Fire Emblem game, and the whole thing comes down to. Uh, and Bayonetta, that makes sense, because she's never had a... Uh, and she is Nintendo exclusive now. Do the exclusivity deal with Sony, uh, Sega, which is a fucking awful idea. Um, oh, the uh, trailer for the new Game of Thrones se- uh, season premiered also. When did that come out? I think last week. That's why we didn't catch it. Because if it came out in the middle of the week, I didn't catch it and write it down last week. It was just like Jon Snow running around, even though he's dead. Uh, it wasn't just like a teaser Yeah, it was footage from last season? Yeah, but it was like, I don't know, it was kind of... This is where the show is going to surpass the books. Yeah. Because, so, I don't know... Now I can't hold it anyone, like, 
over people's heads anymore. No, don't be that. Anyway, in any case, don't be that asshole anyway. It depends. <laughs> the best was on the South Park one, they did spoil... Um, yes, they, they. I forgot. I think they spoiled Joffrey Joffrey's dying. death. Yeah, they spoiled it, but no one realized they spoiled it. Yeah, they thought that it was uh, the guy playing George R. R. Martin fucking around. Yeah, but no, they they spoiled that on the on the show. That was really funny. So what are we up to now? The movie for this week, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Fuck you. Um. So who wants to go first on the movie? I like the sequel better. Okay, fuck off. I'm just kidding. Josie, do you want to go first on the movie? Um. Sure. Go ahead. Um. I love The Hunchback of Notre Dame. I think it's got some great, um. lessons to be learned. Much better than most of Disney's, you know, movie, movies about princesses and things like that. What lesson um, to be learned in this movie? And the soundtrack is probably the best ever. I said the same thing. I disagree. Okay, what is the best soundtrack then? I don't know, but I, <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of. I haven't seen most of these types of Disney movies in a very long time. So I, I do love the music in this, but I don't want to jump out and say it's the best one ever. I would say it's the strongest soundtrack of that era of what's called the Disney Renaissance, which is like from The Little Mermaid. Until 2001's Disney movie, uh, until Atlantis, um, it is the best. I think it's got the best songs. In I don't it. know. I think a lot I of the songs. I truly believe works. that it is the best complete musical. You know, I don't know what the fuck word am I looking for? Um, hmm. Movie. No, well, musical set, I guess, for the whole movie of any Disney movie ever. What did that mean? What did okay, he say? Yeah. What? What did Peter say? I said, what did that mean? Like, you know, some of them have got some songs that may be better than some of the ones that are in um, Hunchback, but... Oh, uh, like, overall. Yeah, okay. played, every background thing, all ones that the characters sing, all of it together beats the shit out of any other Disney movie. I don't know about that. Their soundtrack. That's what I was looking for, was soundtrack. Thanks a lot, guys. I do like the, um, I guess the epicness of a lot of the songs. Yeah, they, it's, it's, the They're, movie is also the darkest what? Disney movie. Yes, the, and the songs fit that. Too. Yeah. Like, I like the rape song a lot. Oh, yeah, it's the rape song. That actually is my, I think that's my favorite song in the movie. The rape is, uh, song? The judges song. Yeah. What do you mean? The one where he's praying to the Virgin Mary... To help him with his boner problem. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah, that was a little bit awkward. But that's I, that's my favorite song. It's really cool. Yeah, um, and the art in this movie does, is very good. I remember even as a kid being very like, whoa, like, they do a very good job of it standing out from the other Disney movies as being like a totally unique kind of thing. Like, most other Disney movies, like, especially like Aladdin, even though it's set in the desert, it's very vibrantly colored. And, like, Little Mermaid, because of all the fish, is very vibrantly colored. And everything like that. But, um... What's it called? It's the only one that doesn't have a truly wonderful, amazing, happy ending. Somebody dies. What? And the guy, the main character, doesn't end up with the girl. 
Like he should, because he's fucking ugly. Yeah. That's the story. This, that, that's the message this movie sends across. Yeah. If you're ugly, stay in your place. We don't want you. <laughs> that's about what it means. Get the fuck back in the tower. <laughs> that's what this story tells. So now that the... At the end of this, now that he doesn't have the sponsorship of the judge anymore, mm-hmm. is the priest going to be like, okay, you can leave my tower now. Yeah, Mine. basically, I think. Um, but, like, what, like uh, what's it called? The, um... The, what's it, what the fuck am I trying to say? Um, oh, it takes place in 15th century Paris. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Which is weird. Like, the book takes place in the 1800s. Um, so let's see, what else do we have? Um, yeah, what I was saying about the color is, like, this one's very gray. Like, there's no, like, outside of when they're at the Festival of Fools in the beginning, the movie, like, fits the theme of how dark the movie is. But then it switches back and forth, like, when it's, the when you're just in Paris. sunshine and rainbows, like all Disney movies, which is nice. When you're just in Paris with, like, the oppression beating down on Quasimodo. It's very gray when he's in the belt. It's very gray. But the festival is very happy and joyful and colorful. And then when they go to the, um, the, Court, of the Court of Miracles, that's also... It's kind of. But that's it's, 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 it's not like, like a, in the sewers or something? It's in the sewers so and there's like skulls and everything everywhere. So they make the best of it. The weird thing about that is it's not brightly colored. It's just the lighting is brighter in that scene. That's the big difference. And it's not like it's a uh, anything like that. Um, I like the music in Hercules a lot. Yeah, that, I mean, hmm, I'm talking, one of the icons, yeah. Hmm, I don't know. I, I, I do, I, I do appreciate that music Hercules as well. is like second on that, on the best Disney soundtracks. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, I, I'm... Because I, I love every single that, song uh, in Hercules. Well, I think of Disney songs, um, Hellfire is definitely up there. In the top five. I'd also put in the top... That? That's the the Boner song. Oh, okay. The Namesake of the episode. Oh. Yeah, I the Boner song? No, I... Wait, what did I name <laughs> this episode? I, no, I wasn't named with the awkward Disney Boner song. I, I changed the name. It is, um... Moral of the story, don't think with your dick. That's the name of this episode. Um... So... The, that could just fit with Ex Machina, also. It could, yes. We, we do have to do Ex Machina on the show. Or we do a... We can do a commentary for that one. Um, that would be a good one. That'd be a better commentary yeah. movie than a review movie. Um, but like, uh, what's it called? The uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like mm. uh, for me, I just no particular order. That's on Hellfire. Mm-hmm. Um, the I won't say I'm in love from Hercules. Okay, yeah, that's, that's up a really there too. good song. Um, I put Let It Go in the top five. I like Let It Go. I would too. It makes me feel like an independent woman. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear Peter. Am I getting picked up by that? I yeah, see my voice. I just went in the red. Yeah, your your voice would be picked up by the by the levels. Um, I, I I would say yeah. I would I would definitely go to those three. Then I would go. Um, what are the songs in Aladdin? I haven't seen Aladdin in forever. I have it on Blu-ray. We watched that. Uh, Aladdin. I would. I, there's definitely. I forgot what the fucking songs are in Aladdin. I guess I can't use it then. <laughs> if I don't remember the songs from it. Um, I know it's not a musical, but I'd use the theme from Toy Story, that Randy Newman song. Bo-do, bo-do, bo-do. Yeah, I would definitely put that All in Randy there. Newman songs. 
Um, and that that one from Tarzan, I think, too, with the that instinct covered. Isn't that um? Fuck! I just completely had a brain fart. The guy from Genesis, not Peter Gabriel. Oh no! I know who you're talking about. Um, fuck! It's, I'm blanking on it. It too. also starts with a P. Um. Yeah, he was he. Uh, he had a song in GTA, and that dog. Do, 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 yeah, the dog gets a drum beat to do, it. Do. Um. Yeah, that song. That's what I was talking about. Um. Phil Collins. Yeah, Phil Collins. The character from uh, Trial Park Boys. Yes. But yeah, Phil Collins. That's that song up there Collins. too. Yeah, Philadelphia Collins. That song's up there. Um. <clears throat> yes, I think uh, what's it called? Um. What else do we have for this for this movie? Um. Yeah, I don't think that the the ending where he doesn't get the girl is really that significant to this movie. Because it's not like in his character arc he's still like going for the girl at the end. He kind of resigns himself to the fact that he like she like he's and he's okay with it at the end. And the real victory for him is that he's accepted as a hero, not that he gets to fuck Esmeralda. Like obviously the hot soldier's gonna fuck Esmeralda. Yes. I, I want to watch rewatch Pocahontas because I haven't seen that in forever. Oh yeah, Colors of the Wind is a good song too. Like I I, I want to get those like those Disney CDs from back in the day and listen to all of them. Like and just go okay, and just rank them. Do you guess who's um uh build first for Poca for um Hunchback of Notre Dame one and two? Ah uh, fuck, what's his name? Mandy Moore. Jason Alexander. Huh. Mandy Moore is not in Hunchback of Notre Dame 1 or 2. I could have swore she did the voice of, uh... Are you thinking of Demi Moore? Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. She is billed... Mandy Moore was in Kingdom Hearts. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. That's ah. the second one. Haley Joe Osment's in the second one. Good for him. He needed the work. It has a 4 out of 10. I fell asleep... During the credits of Hunchback and Notre Dame, woke up an hour into. We Hunchback should watch only the sequels no. of all the Disney movies, nope. like Cinderella nope. Three: A Twist in Time. Nope. Lady Tremaine gets her hands on a fairy godmother's wand and turns back time to the day. Oh, that was back during that weird. Tried on the glass slippers. During that time period, it was like Shrek Four had him go back in time to the beginning of the series, and like um, Star Trek did the reboot with time travel. That was during that weird time travel reboot phase that the entire all of Hollywood was going through. Um, so yeah, anyone have any closing thoughts on the movie before I go to, uh, ratings? Nope. Any final thoughts, Josie? Oh, yeah, uh, he, he actually is a crazy person that thinks statues are alive. Oh yeah, that's true too. We completely forgot to address that fact. The statues aren't actually alive in the movie. They are literally broken parts of his psyche. That convince him to do things. Yeah. And luckily they convinced him to do good things. Yeah, not like, go kill Frollo. Yeah. Well, that would still be a good thing. It's Frollo's a dick. Actually, in the beginning, he's not that bad. Yeah, really. If you just take out of him what he is, where he's just like, I'm, like, taking care of this monster. <laughs> but then when they go through the alphabet, it's like, okay, he might be an asshole. Yeah. Hey, he, he's a little bit of a dick, sometimes. So, uh, Josie, any final thoughts? Nope. Okay, so uh, who wants to go first at ratings? I'll give it a nine. I'll give it a seven and a half. 
any reason to take off points. Um, uh, I don't know. I just I think the songs are really strong, but I just think the plot just kind of drags. I don't know. I just because I can't remember exactly everything that's happened. And I've seen this movie pretty recently. Yeah. yeah. What do you give the movie? Hmm? What do you give the movie? Um, nine point three. Cool. Okay, so we're gonna move on to our weekly segments. We're gonna do weekly segments, and unless we can come up with a TV show to do, <clears throat> what's uh, this? Segment one: kill a movie. Pick a movie that is currently in production and remove it from the release slate. I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. Now, I would kill Deadpool because. Elaborate. No, I'm done. Okay, um, I would do. I would get rid of Deadpool. Not because I think it's going to be that horrible movie. I don't think it's going to be a horrible movie. I think it's, it's going to be an okay movie. But it's going to ruin uh, rated R superhero movies for everyone else. Because it's only going to be rated R because there's going to be a bunch of fucks thrown in there for no reason. Because people think that something is hilarious just because it's punctuated with fuck every other word. And the only That's why we curse a lot. I, 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 okay. Um, On the show, I mean. Fine. We don't do it consciously, though. No, we just, that's just our manner of speaking. Yes. Um, the Ryan Reynolds is not going to be funny in that movie at all. The only funny part in that movie that will be genuinely funny is T.J. Miller, because he's the only funny person involved in that movie. Like, I know I will laugh at his parts. I don't think I'll laugh at any part of the rest of the movie. Um, it's, okay, it's going to ruin rated R movies. Uh, it's not going to be that great. Well, I don't know why Deadpool is getting a solo movie. It's I not going to add anything to the Fox Marvel yeah, exactly. universe. Like, people fanboy over Deadpool for no reason. Like, I've never seen a Deadpool comic that gets posted online where I've been like, that's funny. Like, here's the other thing with with this movie. They recast Colossus. Mm-hmm. And the actor who played Colossus in Danger Future Past is like, uh, the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm still here. Like, I feel like this movie is going to literally just take place in a little pocket of the universe. They're going to reference, like, Wolverine for the healing factor that gives him his powers and all that. But it's just gonna, like, you know, be there. I don't get why they're... Okay, in the uh, trailer, uh, they all the blood is, like, really shitty CGI blood from, like, the Expendables. Uh-huh. And it, that looked horrible, so I don't even know why that's happening. Like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Why is this happening? Well, it's, they think... Cause the thing is, people think Deadpool is... There are some people who think Deadpool is funny. Uh, so I'm gonna go with mine now. Um... um Let's see, I'm going to go with mine. Mine is going to be the Inhumans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's why. The Inhumans uh, would function better if they weren't bound to being in the movies. Because at this point, they've already started introducing the Inhumans on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Not saying Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a perfect show. I'm saying that, um, like, if you did, like, they already have that going on there. Um, and, uh, like, if, why split it up? Do you think it's gonna be redundant? I think it, I think it could be redundant because like here's the thing: Daisy Johnson, who's Quake, and that's one of the major Inhuman characters, along with Black Bolt and Medusa. She's a, a lead in Agents of Shield. How are you going to do this without having people who have not watched Agents of Shield go? I feel like I'm missing something because I'm missing this character's origin. It's gonna be like when um, fuck, what's that movie called? The Firefly movie. Oh, Serenity. Serenity, yeah. I think if they just. Uh, decided we'll just do the royal family and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., have the possibility of them crossing over into, like, Infinity War or something, be there. But, like, say... but And here's the other thing, is it's not good for either show, because there are going to be obviously be some characters that are relegated to um, 
Agents of Shield, and some that are that you can't use at all. Like they're not gonna do Black Bolt because they want to cast a big name actor to play Black Bolt, like Maven Diesel, because you don't have to talk then. <laughs> um, but like, you can do any like that's that's gonna be the real issue, is you you're splitting up the franchise now. Like I don't know, it just it feels weird. So cutting that out completely would com- would make it at least a lot better. We should do an episode where we watch every single Fast and Furious. We don't have the time for that on, uh... We only have five hours. No, not commentary. Oh, like an okay. episode like this. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. But Who would March? listen to a, a like, ten-hour-long commentary on the Fast and Furious series? <laughs> I can I can guarantee you there's someone who would listen to the Fast and Furious series if it was done in that manner. Um, so, yeah, let's move on to the next segment. Oh, wait, um... Did Josie have one? She already said she didn't have oh. one for removing from the slate. She, didn't, she said uh, there wasn't anything that was like struck that bad that it needed to be taken out. Um, so let's move on to... Um, what am I up to? I have my itinerary on my computer now. Uh, sequel story idea. Pick a movie that has a sequel that's already announced and it hasn't have a story already announced for it and come up with a story for it or pick a storyline to fit it. Like, for mine, I'll go first. I don't know if you have yours yet. I'll go first. Um, oh, let me just make sure. To, yeah, you can go first. Yes. Yeah. I'll go first. Um, I would do for the X-Men, the sequel to X-Men Apocalypse, which they're obviously going to do, I would say have them do uh, House of M. Because you're going to have Scarlet Witch be the villain, fuck Marvel, who has Scarlet Witch be a hero, and you can. it's one of the more iconic storylines that... After fucking up so colossally the Dark Phoenix, you can't do that immediately, so do this instead. It's kind of the same thing. And I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. Uh, but it, it is largely the same thing as Dark Phoenix. Um, so, yeah, do you... Uh, right. Mine is... It doesn't have to be something like yours where it's something existing. That no, 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 you can tell one story. Actually, no, I'll do that. I changed my mind. Okay. Um, I would do, I guess, try to do a Hulk movie again, but we do Planet Hulk. I think we can do it. We have the technology. We do. I think because it it's a really cool storyline. You get to see Hulk beat the shit out of people. You could do it after House of M, too. Because it happens... At- but House of M is an X-Men movie, and that's not in the same universe. Well, in my world, it is now. Because <laughs> so, that's part of the things where Hulk goes and beats the shit out of every X-Men, and then he feels bad because they're all dead. Or they all lost their powers. Yeah. Well, that's because of House of M. And you could see Hulk run... And literally, it has almost zero Bruce Banner in it the entire time. It's yeah. Hulk the entire time. Which is good, you get no Mark Ruffalo. Because he goes to a planet, then he goes, um, and he becomes king of this planet, and he has a wife and children, and he's there forever, and it blows up, and he blames uh, Iron Man for it, because they blow up. He, the rocket, he comes and blows up, and then he goes back to Earth, and he fucks everyone up. Yeah. Well, that'd be a two-part movie, then. You do Planet Hulk for the first one, then World War Hulk for the second one. Yep, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I mean, the Hulk needs a movie. And, uh... Did you hear what uh, Mark Ruffalo said? No, what did he say? He wants to act opposite the Hulk. Oh, yeah! And then everyone that. is like, do you not understand how what movie you're in? Yeah, do you not understand how the Hulk works? Like, you, you, they don't separate the Hulk out from... Like, they have in the past. It'd be awkward to do in a movie. Yeah. But there's no way to do that in a Isn't movie. Isn't it like an internal from. dialogue or something? No, they've they in the comics they've literally removed the Hulk and oh. like separated out the Hulk from Bruce Banner. Like on Danny Phantom when they separated out He's a Phantom. Like the Phantom from Danny himself. Um He's a 
but that was different because it's you know a ghost possession or whatever the fuck it is. But it, it still would be it'd be weird to do in a movie. Like, that's the thing is, um, you can do like all this weird shit like they do on Flash and have all these like Z-list characters and do Gorilla City and do Zoom and do all this other weird shit like King Shark, which let the shark with the human bar human body. Like, all that stuff. You can do all that on Flash, because people who are watching Flash are comic fans. Mm-hmm. Or the people who are, you know, like, you know, new to this, and they're like, okay, let's get into this weird shit. You can't do that in a movie that you're trying to make a lot of money in. Because, like, it'd, it, like, it'd be weird for the for an average audience, which sounds a little bit arrogant, but whatever. Alright, and uh, I think we're done with that segment. We're going to move on to football picks. Alright, hi guys. <laughs> Are you really leaving? I don't want to do the football picks. What? I don't want to do the football picks. Okay, so you'll leave. <laughs> Alright, bye. Goodbye. Okay, well, that was fun. So, uh... I chose wrong. Let's go to the weekly football picks from Pigskin Pick'em. Let's see. What's the current score? Holy fuck. Okay, so I have to make a pick for the current game going on. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I chose the Buccaneers. I did not make a pick. Uh, that was a poor choice on your part. Uh, so now, uh, Saturday, Saturday night, uh, the Jets at the Cowboys. Jets. Yeah. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, Falcons at Jaguars. I'm the Jaguars. J-A-G-U-R-S. I'll do um, again. Bills at Redskins. Bills. Bills better win that fucking game. Uh, Viking, uh, Bears at Vikings. Bears. Pick, pick the Vikings. Wait, did I pick the Bears? No, I picked the Vikings. Yeah, what the fuck. Uh, Titans at Patriots. Patriots. Um, they might want to have a prosecutor on standby there. That has to be a manslaughter. Um, that was forced. I, I apologize for that. <laughs> uh, Texans at Colts. Colts. I'm going to go with the Texans. So lie. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, let's see. Next one: Chiefs at Ravens. Chiefs. I'm gonna go with Chiefs as well. Panthers at Giants. Giants. We're gonna be the ones that take the Panthers down. I'm gonna go with the Panthers because I do not have a good track record <coughs> with the Giants in key games. Um, Browns at Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks. 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 Uh, Seahawks. Packers at Raiders. Packers. Yeah, Packers. Um, Bengals at 49ers. Bengals. Yep. Uh, Broncos at Steelers. Put the uh, Broncos. I also put the Broncos, but a lot of people chose Steelers. Yeah, I think the Broncos are going to win that game. Because they have Peyton back. Yeah. So. Uh, Dolphins at Chargers. I'm going to go with the, char- the Dolphins. Yeah. The Chargers have been shit this year. Uh, Cardinals at Eagles. Cardinals. The Cardinals have to win that game. And uh, the uh, the Lions at the Saints. I'm going to go with the Saints. Saints. And for your eliminator, who did you select? The Jets. I picked the Vikings for the eliminator. What's your uh, percentage in Pixie Pick'em? 68th percentile. I'm in the 92nd point seventh percentile. Because I missed a week. And uh, I am in the 98.6th percentile in eliminator. I also missed a week for that. I don't even know what I am. So, uh, yeah, so we're done with that for this week, and then we're going to move on to the housekeeping stuff that Josie always loves, even though she's not here for it. Um, we have, um, by the way, she hasn't been on for an enti- for a full episode this entire month. Um, 
So let's see. What have we got with housekeeping? Uh, if you still want to enter the contest we're having to win a copy of Mamma Mia or either of my books, The Singers, or uh, Depths of Winter Families Forever Extended Edition, you still can. We are taking entries until uh, the episode goes live on uh, the 31st of December. Um, and you can do that by going to our website, 30minutereviews.com, clicking on the contest, 20, contest 2015 link, and it'll give you the information on how to enter. And uh, all you have to do is fill out the, pay, the sheet that's there, the attached document, and then email it in, and you will be entered into the contest. All you got to do. It's very simple. And we have all the entries up on the site, so it's, it's pretty straightforward. Um, then we also have uh, upcoming episodes... We have, all right, tomorrow on the 18th, we're doing a spoilers ahead for Star Wars. Yeah. Who the fuck is ready for that? Then uh, next week we have um, Miracle on 34th Street. Not Miracle on 34th Street. I, I, <laughs> I, I changed the schedule, but it didn't save, so I'm, I still have my old schedule up. We, uh, we have It's a Wonderful Life next week, then The Year in Review. Then we have um, Ant-Man, then Fantastic Four, then Inside Out, then Lord of the Rings Return of the King, the extended edition of Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Yeah. Then... The no, cluster. it's the extended edition of the Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, we're doing the entire series of Lord of the Rings extended edition that week. Uh, then the Clusterfuck Disney Month, um, which I have to ask Josie what she wants to do for that again. Uh, because, again, didn't save. Uh, <clears throat> and that's it being the entirety of February. We have a bunch of different Disney movies, and we'll announce that on um, our next live episode. This is our last live episode of the year. Um, one final thing. Because I found out we're directly competing with uh, Screen Junkies' show, uh, what's it called? Movie, movie Fights. Fight. We're moving our time slot. We're blinking. We are the DC in the situation. We're blinking. We're moving to Tuesday nights, same time, 9.30. So our next episode will that's live will be on Tuesday, um, January 5th at 9.30 Eastern Time. If you're in a time zone that doesn't matter, do the math. We're in Eastern. Yeah, Eastern U.S. time. Yes. Um, so if you if you want to do the math and figure out where you fall into that, by all means, go ahead. And it goes on uh, anyway afterwards. So right, it goes on live on the podcast. If you listen on Stitcher or on Spreaker, it goes on live immediately after the show. Um, so yeah, so we will be back with, uh, next week with a not live episode for, uh, Christmas. And, uh, yeah, and then we'll be back for Ant-Man on, uh, January 5th for our next live episode. Good night. Yep.